just the beauty in which you created everything. Lord, thank you that we can wait with an expectation for the day then you return and all sickness and death and decay and destruction will be destroyed. And only the perfect will remain. Lord, thank you that we can enter this new year with this hope that you have a plan. You have a purpose. And you are committed to that. And that we have the privilege to be part of it. Lord, I pray that we will enter this year with joy and expectation for our salvation and your return. And that we may live it in a way that you will be glorified. Lord, I pray this morning as we come together that you will speak to us through your word. Holy Spirit, that you will come and impart into us your life. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. 2023. Um, a new year. For some, it holds uncertainty. For others, a great excitement. And for others, still, maybe just another year. But as I was praying and asking the Lord what to share this morning and what to expect of this new year, I really felt the Lord laid a word on my heart for us as a congregation, but also for us as individuals. What to expect of 2023. And I want us to turn to Ephesians 2 from verse 10. It's a very short verse, but I really felt this is what the Lord is speaking to us for this year. It's almost a prophetic word of that what was, what is, and is still to come. And I, and I want us to also embrace it as such. Let us read together. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This is the word I believe the, the Lord laid on my heart for us and for you and for me for this year. And I, I really want to encourage you to take some time, maybe as you leave this place, to um, write down this verse, memorize it, and meditate upon it. Speak to the Lord about it. Make it your own. What can we expect of this year? Firstly, this is what I believe the Lord is saying to us as a church, but also as individuals. You are His workmanship. Together we are His workmanship. And, and I want to just I want to pause there for a moment because I believe this is one of the things that the Lord is saying. I'm going to share three things out of this passage that I believe the Lord is saying to us. And the first is that we are His workmanship. And I want you to close your eyes for a moment. I want you to meditate on this as you enter in 2023. You are His workmanship. I believe God is saying, I formed you in your mother's womb. I reformed you on the day of your salvation. You are my workmanship. And you belong to me. And I want us, I want us to re remind ourselves of this as we enter into this year. We face this year and we go through this year. No matter what you face this year, remember this. 
You are his workmanship. He formed you. He reformed you. And you belong to him. Whatever you face in this year, know this. You belong to him. Not just at your physical birth, but through salvation when you were born again, you became a new creation in Christ Jesus. You are his workmanship in Christ. You belong to God. And this fact comes with realities. This fact that you are born again, that you are his workmanship, that you belong to him. It comes with a, a vast range of realities. That, and, and, and I just want to mention a few, but, but it speaks the fact that you are his workmanship. You are God's workmanship. Speaks about your identity. It speaks about belonging. It speaks about purpose. And it also speaks about authority. And, and so Ephesians, Ephesians 1 says it this way. An aspect of these realities that comes with the fact that you are his workmanship. Which is a reality for you and me in 2023. As you enter into this year. As you go through this year. As you face whatever you have to. Remember this. <clears throat> Ephesians 1 verse 3 says. Blessed be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. I mean, if you, if you can take hold of that, it doesn't matter what you face in this year. Remember this. Remember this. We not only belong to God, but also we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You have been adopted as children of God and you are accepted in the beloved. I want you to remember this. When you face whatever you need to face. Whether it's prosperity or trial. Remember this. This is who you are. You are accepted in the beloved. You have been chosen, predestined to be children of God. It doesn't matter what happens in 2023. This will not change. You are chosen, adopted to become, to be children of God and you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus nothing can take that from you nothing this speaks powerfully of the reality that will not change it speaks powerfully of your identity your belonging your purpose and sometimes we face challenges and setbacks in life that leaves us with questions about ourselves, about our value, and about our purpose. And God is just speaking over us, reminding us who we are in Christ. You are his workmanship. The world will look at you outwardly. It will look at how you look, at what you wear, at what you do, how successful you are, 
or how unsuccessful you are, and they will label you for it. But God does not look like that. You belong to Him. That is who you are. Do not allow people and this world to define who you are. Allow God to do that. And He has already done so. You are chosen, predestined, adopted as sons and daughters of the living God. For those who remain in Christ, this will never change. To the praise of His glory, for His name's sake, according to the pleasure of His goodwill. I want to encourage you with that. Whatever happens in 2023, this will not change. You are His workmanship in Christ Jesus. You are a child of God. 2023. That brings me to the next reality that we can expect of 2023. The next reality that we can expect in 2023 is that what God has prepared beforehand for us. That is one thing that I am certain of. What I can expect of this year is that what God has already prepared for me. God is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He was there in the beginning of creation and it is there at the end of creation. He's outside of time. He sees everything before it happens and he knows exactly what's going to happen in 2023. There is nothing that's going to happen in this year that God does not already know, has already been and has already made a way for us to go through. That's 2023. God knows exactly what's going to happen. Nothing is going to catch him off God. He knows it and he's already prepared a way for those who love him to go through it. That includes you and me. It gives me great confidence to face this year. Because I know God is already there. God has a purpose. He has a plan. And he's made a covenant. God not only has a plan and a purpose, he not only knows all things, God has made a covenant with you and me. We live in this covenant. God is so committed to this plan that he made a covenant with himself and us to ensure that we have this confidence, trust and hope as we face this year. We stand in this new covenant that was sealed by the blood of his own son so that we can have this confidence and hope in whatever we have to face. Because we know with this life, no matter whether it ends in 2023 or it continues, we know where it leads. It leads to him for eternity. That's what he purposed. And I have confidence in God's wisdom and his plan. Firstly, his universal plan of salvation and redemption for mankind, which is the most important plan to be part of. It is the one plan I do not want to miss, you don't want to miss. It's God's plan for salvation and redemption. That when we finish this life, we will be with him forever. That's the most important plan. Remain in that plan. But then also, he has a plan and a purpose for you and me as individuals. He has made you, uniquely you, in his wisdom, there will be never, ever again anyone like you. In the history of mankind, there will be never, ever again anybody like you. It is amazing how God loves diversity 
and the intricate detail in which he made each and every. There will be never, ever again somebody that walks literally the way I walk. Your way you walk, as they have now discovered, the way you walk as, is as individual to you as your fingerprint. Literally, there will be never, ever again anybody that walks the way I do. And I think that's maybe a good thing. But needless to say, God has purposely planned you, your life. He has a plan. It's a desire for you. And for those who follow him, will follow into that plan that he has for you. And that plan will lead to your blessing, to your life, to eternal life. That is God's plan for you. God is committed to this plan for your life. In 2023, this year, is part of that plan. The fact that you are still alive and not with him means this year is part of his plan for your life. That gives me great confidence. <laughs> no matter what may happen, as I remain in Christ, that plan that he has for me will lead to my good. No matter what I have to face. I know that. That's what he says. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Romans 8 verse 28 says, we know it so well, and we know that for those who, are, who love God, we know that those who love God, all things work together for the good, for those who are called according to His purpose. So if you stay according to His purpose, know this, no matter what you face, will be turned for your good. Because that's the God that we serve. If, however, you choose to walk a path not according to your purpose, well, there's no guarantee for that. But know this. If you love Him and follow Him, He will lead you on the plan that He has for your life. And that will lead for your good and not for your harm. That gives me great confidence. Even if I may have to face hardship or trials or tribulation on my way according to his plan, I know it will be turned for my good. I mean, James starts off his letter writing to the church. This is his opening statement. He says, count it pure joy, my brethren. Count it pure joy. When you, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, not lacking anything. So even if we have to face hardship, trials, or tribulation, as we follow God, count it pure joy. Because it will lead to your good, to your completeness, to your maturity in Christ. So no matter what you have to face in 2023, prosperity or trial, I can embrace it with joy because I belong to God. I am His possession. You are the possession of God. 
Not a single bird falls to the ground apart from his will. The very hairs on your head are all numbered. You belong to him. Don't be afraid of what this year may bring you. Just follow him. So I'm not afraid. I have great confidence, first of all, because I belong to God and I know that he loves me. I mean, if you ever doubt God's love for you, just look at the cross. That was for you. And so I, I trust him. Because I see the cross. I see his son dying for me. I mean, he gave, he, it's not with gold or silver or perishable things that we have been redeemed. It is with the precious blood of his son. If he's willing to pay that much to redeem my life, I trust him completely with my life. Because your life is not cheap. It's not insignificant. It costs a lot to redeem. So we can have great confidence. And thirdly, because I belong to him and I know that he loves me and I trust him and his plan for me, I, I also trust his word when he says it will t be turned for my good. I just need to persevere. A powerful Greek word. Some translation says you must have patience. Some say you must have endurance. Some say you must have perseverance. <laughs> No matter what we face in 2023, just keep on going. Just keep on going following Him. And that brings me to my last point for today. That we should walk in Him. That we should walk in Him. God has a, God has a plan for us that He prepared beforehand. That we should actually walk in Him. It's not a hypothetical plan. It is a reality for those who love and believe and trust in God. And so God wants to encourage us as we enter in 2023, not just to believe the things that he says, but to actually live it. To live it. Part of the plan he has for us, apart from our salvation, is the good works that he prepared beforehand. God has prepared for each and every one of us good works for 2023. It is already set out. And as we follow him, and as we discover those things, let us live it with boldness. It is our privilege and our choice to walk in it, to live it. And because I belong to God, and I choose to trust his word and his plan for my life, I can boldly walk in his ways. I can walk in his ways. Even if it's different to the world. As a matter of fact, he said it is different to the world. It is the opposite to the world's wisdom and the world's ways. God's ways are not our ways. And his thoughts are not our world thoughts. But it is perfect. And the world's, it is corrupt and it will lead to death. But God's is pure and will lead to life.
It is a rational, intellectual response to belonging to Him, is to walk in His ways. It is a rational, intellectual response because of who He is, what He has done, and what He has said. It is first and foremost a rational, intellectual response because He is my Savior, He is my Lord, and He is my King. And therefore, I will follow Him boldly in this year. But it's also an emotional response. It's an emotional response because I love Him. And so I want to do the things that are pleasing in His sight. And so I want to encourage you in this year, both to choose and to want to walk in His ways, His teaching and that what would please Him. And to imitate Him in this year. In doing so, you will align yourself with His plan for your life. And that will turn for your good and not for your harm. Amen? What are the good works that God prepared for you in 2023? Well, ask Him. Ask Him, Lord, what are the things that you have prepared for me for this year? Ask Him. Ask Him with an expectation. And when you discover it, walk in it. Live it. Live it to the full with confidence. As you ask Him to show you, Start with what he has already revealed. As you ask him specifically, Lord, what do you have for me for 2023? Here's a good place to start. With what he has already revealed. And start doing that. I can guarantee you, as you are busy doing what he has already said we should be doing, you will discover what else you need to do. But I can guarantee you, this will probably keep you busy. <laughs> Most of the time. And you will find that this will guide you. It will be a lamp unto your feet. That's what you're meant to do and be in this year. I make it my goal in 2023 not only to follow and trust Him, but I want to be conformed more to the likeness of His Son. That's what I want for this year. Let us make it our goal to be more like Jesus in this year. Let us make it our goal to be more like Jesus in this year. To be conformed more to the image of Christ. What a goal to have. Lord, I want to be more like you this year. Just, just, just a little bit more. Oh Lord, a lot more. I want to be more like you. Your love, your joy, your peace, your goodness, your gentleness, your self-control, your perseverance. To be a lamp on a lampstand. For those of you that were here last night. When God said, you are the light of the world. Nobody lets a lamp and hides it. But he puts it on a lampstand that everyone may see. Let your light so shine in this world that when they see your good works, they will glorify God in heaven. When they see your love, your joy, your goodness, your kindness, your gentleness, your self-control, your perseverance. Let that be our goal, to be more like Jesus in this year.
You know, together when we do that, we become a city on a hill. That's what we're meant to be. I, I, I read this morning, <laughs> just before, last night, uh, two, 1 Peter 2. You know, we, we are his special people, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Called to proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his glorious light. That is who we are. And together as we become and follow Christ and make our goal to imitate him and to become more like him. We become the city on a hill. God's own special people. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. In a nation. Together with all the other Christians. Let this be the year. That we are clearly seen as being different to the world. Different not in, 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 in opposition to everything. But different in the character and nature and love and expression of God's love everywhere. That the world may see. God's ways are good, acceptable and perfect. As we follow him. And you know what? As we endeavor to do that, God says, I've given you everything that you need for life and godliness. It might seem to be a tall order, but as you commit yourself to do so, God says, I will give you everything that you need for life and godliness. We read this in 2 Peter 1. It says, His divine power has granted us all things that pertains to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. By which he has granted us this precious and very great promises. So that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. So yes you can. Not in your own strength but the grace that is given you through the spirit of God that lives within you. No matter what 2023 may bring, lack or abundance, this does not change. God has given me everything that I need for life and godliness. And Philippians 4 says it this way. It says, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. New King James says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> no matter what I face. That is 2023. <laughs> No matter what we face, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Now we are all called to this reality and confidence. This is 2023. So let us enter 2023 with this verse in mind and in our heart. Let us meditate upon this. Ephesians 2 verse 10, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. 
that we should walk in it. And then you can add Romans or Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do all this through Christ who strengthens me. There is nothing that is going to happen that God does not know of. God's plan and purpose is not going to change. So let us ask God to show us this good works. And grant, and grant us the faith and the grace to follow Him. Knowing, trusting that He has given us everything that we need to do so. Amen. Let us live it to the glory of the Father who loves us. And gave himself for us. And I'm going to ask the ushers to hand out communion. And as they do so, I'm going to give you an opportunity as you are sitting in your seat. Just to reflect on this word. And to commit yourself. To consecrate yourself this year. To grow a little bit deeper. In your relationship with God. To commit. To change. To ask God to change you. To become more like Jesus. And to discover. The good works. That he has prepared beforehand. For you to walk in. Can we do that? Let's just take a moment. Just you and the Lord, just where you're seated while you wait for the elements. Consecrate yourself to become more like Him, to change. While you do this, know this. It's going to cost you. This process of consecrating ourselves to become more like Jesus. You'll have to deny yourself. to die a bit more take up your cross and you'll have to follow him you'll have to trust him but so you will be his disciples and he's given you everything you need to succeed in that endeavor So, Lord, as we come to you this morning and we celebrate the new year, I want to thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, God, for 
for your love for us even in our imperfection in our sinfulness in our stubbornness and rebellion you sent your son Lord as we take this bread we, we are reminded of the sacrifice you made to redeem us from our sin, our shame and our guilt to make us not just clean but to make us new Lord we thank you for this we will not forget let us eat together Lord, we thank you for this cup. It is our confidence. It is our hope. It is our assurance. It is the blood of your Son. Dying for us. so that we may receive your spirit that lives in us that makes us new that gives us everything we need for life and godliness Lord we drink this cup in faith and we celebrate it until we see you face to face let's drink together us to um, sing that song faithful can we do that um, and, and as we do reminded on his faithfulness to do what he said he would do throughout the ages throughout the ages he has been faithful he doesn't change all his promises is yes and amen it's true as we sing this song let's continue to consecrate ourselves to him let's just stand together let's end off with the song and if you're here this morning and you've never consecrated your life you've never come to this point where you surrendered everything you said Lord you gave your life for me I want to give you mine if you want to do that today I want us just to close our eyes if that is you this morning and you want to respond to God's love for you and you want to give him your life I want to give you an opportunity right now to do so by just raising your hand so Lord I want to respond thank you for that hand you can drop it again is there anyone else it's the most important question we all need to face that is you this morning you want to surrender your life just raise your hand father as we come into your presence lord we want to celebrate our heart responding to your word to your invitation to your sacrifice this is why you came
And this is why we still meet every day. Every first day of the week we come together to worship, to celebrate you. But when one sinner comes to repentance, there are more joy in heaven over the 99 that needs no repentance. And God, today we can celebrate with another one <laughs> that comes to you. Lord, I pray that as he surrenders his life in humility to you, that you will open his eyes to see how much you have prepared for him. And Lord, so we celebrate another life that comes to you and give you the glory for it. Let's just sing together one last time God's faithfulness. Father, we thank you that we can leave this place with our confidence in your faithfulness, that we are your workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which you prepared beforehand for us, waiting for us to the praise of your glory. Lord, I pray that this year will be a year that we will live in such a way that when the world sees us, they will glorify you. May you be glorified in and through our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you. And may this be your best year ever. If you need of prayer, I'll be here for a while. Um, otherwise, please fellowship, enjoy the coffee, trust your rest for those who can. And be blessed for the rest.
Oh, no. 